Hello, good morning. Welcome to this Thursday, the last Thursday of the year 2022. Today is 29th day of December. And uh, after today, we have just two days more and 2022 will be gone forever. We give thanks to God who has been your strength and my strength. He has been our victory. To God be praised forever. I believe the one who brought you and me thus far, he will take us through the rest of this year. These two days ahead of us will be days of serious testimonies. In fact, we have three days, including today now. These three days, may God do amazing works in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to encourage you, beloved, to still be expectant. The year is not over yet. Wonders will still happen in the next two and a half days. I believe the Almighty God will give you and me special visitation. I am still expectant, beloved. I believe God is still at work. He will turn things around for good, set you up for a divine help, even for this year coming in the name of Jesus. I want to appreciate God for your life. One of the things I need to let you know very, very seriously is the fact that Sunday stroke Monday night, Tuesday, Monday stroke, you know, Sunday stroke Monday night, Monday, Tuesday, and Tuesday, Wednesday night, the three days, we're going to be having our midnight prayer, the first of it in 2023. Uh, We want to set the stage for the year. We want to redeem the year. We We want to put things in proper place, even for our well-being, we are going to be praying. Please do all you can to join us. One hour, 12 to 1 midnight, Nigeria, West Africa time. I want you to please tell your friends. Coincidentally or somehow, you know, we have only space for a hundred people. The first hundred will be the ones that will be able to log in. And, um, you know, you, you should be one of the first hundred. You know, and um, I want to believe that the God of heaven will help our lives even as we pray together. The Lord Almighty will help us in Jesus' name. So uh, this morning, I'm trying to see how to conclude our lessons from uh, Christmas beyond ceremonies of Christmas. And this morning, I feel like sharing with you on the subject, beware of Herods, beware of Herods. In Matthew 2, from verse 1 to 4, it says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born, king of the Jews? For we have seen his time in the east and are come to worship him. 
when Herod the king has heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he has gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Now, Christmas, that is the birth of Jesus, was good news to the world. His coming gave birth to salvation from sin, deliverance from the powers of the devil, and his attendant afflictions. It also brought assurance of making heaven for as many as believe in and accept him and his sacrifice for humanity. The coming of our Lord brought hope for the fulfillment of God's divine purposes and plans for our individual lives, particularly as believers. All right? I, I want to believe that you have given your life to Jesus. This is very, very important for you, dear friends. Angels rejoice greatly. All right? At the birth of Jesus, there was also joy among many of those who had the privileged information. The wise men were so excited such that they gave of their substances to the baby Jesus when they found him. Israel has long been waiting for the manifestation of the Messiah. In Luke chapter 2 from verse 16 to 18, the Bible says, And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the same which was told them you know, concerning this child. Hmm. And all they that had it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Now, these were things that, uh, you know, uh, took place, you know, at the bath and the sight of the Lord Jesus by these shepherds, the wise men, all right? And um, the Bible says they made known everywhere what they saw. They published it. But let me say to you, friends, we would have been self-deceived if we had believed that everyone was happy with such a, a significant uh, development in the land, the miracle that just happened. What excited many people was a source of sorrow and serious concern to another. In Matthew chapter 2, from verse 1 to 3, we have read, the Bible says, Herod was troubled, all right, that a potential king had been born within his jurisdiction. More worrisome was the fact that, the Bible says, and all Jerusalem with him. You know what? One lesson you must learn, my brother, my sister, is this any significant breakthrough in your life, any noised notable achievement in your life, or anyone that is so close to you, is a source of worry to someone that is not far from you. 
please underline that in your mind. Even those who have gathered among the people who came to celebrate, presumably to celebrate with you, there are some of these heralds gathered with them. Those who were not comfortable. In fact, let me tell you, one of the things such people come around to do is to really see that indeed it happened. They want to know the story of how you came about it, not really to celebrate with you. This is where you and I need to know how to manage or handle success wisely. You must know how and why you need to manage your success wisely. There are heralds around you, friend. I have taught about this before. I have even written a book on this subject titled Understanding and Dealing with the Spirit of Error. That has greatly helped many people by opening their understanding to know how to recognize and deal with heralds. Some of them are so close to you, these heralds, some of them are so close to you and pretensively nice, such that one can easily fall into their traps at any time. See what they did skillfully concerning Jesus, and they would do this for anyone. In that Matthew chapter 2, from verse 4 to 8, the Bible says, And when he has gathered, that is when Herod has gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ to be born. And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea, For thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, at not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he has privately got, uh, called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. Wow. Number one, Herod sought for necessary information about the child. Number two, he launched out to search for him. Number three, he made insincere promises. My sister, you need to study information management to keep yourself safe and your children in particular. This is where many of us are too poor, too poor, too careless, too carefree, dangerously, in fact, too free. All right? We endanger our lives 
hear what Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3 says. It says, He that keepeth his mouth, keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Hmm. In chapter 21, Proverbs, verse 23, it said, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue, keepeth his soul from troubles. Don't forget those two verses. Right from that childhood stage, because of the publicity concerning Jesus, Jesus had had to face fierce battles which were a serious threat to his very life. But like I said about two days ago, the sensitivity of Joseph was important to the safety of the child. God has to be giving the instructions to Joseph in particular because he was, as the husband, the chief decision maker. If it was Mary that was bringing these revelations, maybe they could have been more sluggish God needed immediate prompt actions. So he had to speak to the man who was the chief decision maker. Here is the good news. Because Jesus lives, you shall live also. I will live also. Because he overcame, I believe you will overcome also. I say this in John chapter 14 in verse 19. He said, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But you see me, because I live, ye shall live also. And in chapter 16, verse 3, 33 of John, John 16, 33, he said, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Have overcome the world. I encourage you, beloved, to be fearless, but don't be prayerless. To be prayerful, but not fearful. To be careful, not careless. You need to combine all of these together. Don't say nothing can happen to me. I'm a child of God. I, I, I was, I'm born again. I overcome the world and all that. Be quoting promises and be careless about divine instructions. Don't be that foolish. Beloved, there are so many lessons to learn from Christmas. I just brought a few of these to you. I believe by the grace of God, you will be wiser, particularly as we are preparing to enter into the new year. The mistakes many of us have made before now shall not repeat themselves, I believe. They may the God of heaven make us wiser by the things we have shared so far. I believe God will keep you safe and secure, defend you and defend your household in the name of Jesus. God bless you. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday, away. See you tomorrow again.